This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome back to Unwinding. How are we doing? I feel like we haven't talked in so long, even though that's not true, but I haven't sat down to record in a few weeks. So, hello. I'm so happy to be here with you. I'm so happy you guys are enjoying the last episode, the one with my mom. I've been sending her all of your DMs and messages, and she's been so excited about it. So, Thank you for the love, and I just love to share her with you, and she loves it too. Okay, so let's get down to business. We have no time to waste. I asked you guys what you needed this week. It was a tie. I'm not going to lie to you. It was a tie between a life update and an episode on how to be your own best friend, and as you can tell by the title, I'm going to do the best friend one today because it just feels a little more pressing than a life update. You know, even though we have quite a few updates, my life is going to change a lot this year. Um, so if that's any if that's any tea, I'm just gonna be a little tease and tell you that, but in in a good way, exciting things. But yeah, my life is definitely changing this year. So anyway, life update to come, I promise. So let's set the mood. You already know. We gotta set the mood. It's Tuesday, February twenty-eighth, two oh five PM. I'm in sweats. As always, somebody asked me the other day, they were like, why are you always in a fucking hoodie? And I'm like, I feel like the question is, why wouldn't I be always in a fucking hoodie? Like I, like comfort rules my life. I just want to be comfortable. I don't know. Um, Anyway, I'm in sweats and I have a Diet Coke. It's kind of watered down though. So that's unfortunate. Um, I have a Diet Coke. I have water. What else is going on? It's a beautiful day outside. I am not hungover anymore, but I was yesterday because I think that's just what 30 is, is going out one night and being hungover for like the next three business days. But actually, this has been the story of my life since I was like 27, so I'm not going to blame 30 for that. But but yeah, it was a little bit of a menace this weekend. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, Friday, I had a great night, like a chill night by myself, but Saturday was a late one. It was a fun time. I went to a soccer game and then went to this like little bar that I have never been to. It's like a restaurant slash lounge. And the second floor is like a lounge. It's called Red Rooster for anybody who lives in Miami. I'd never been there. The vibes were fucking giving. Okay. It was like, it was like reggae and dance hall and like Afrobeats. And I was living for it. It was so fucking fun. And yeah. Holly night. I'm just gonna say that. Okay, so I'm ready to go. Okay, so let's get into this. How to become your own best friend. First things first, I feel the need to say, I don't know what I'm doing. You know that. You know I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just gonna share things that have helped me, things I've learned along the way. I've been in a lot of therapy. <laughs> okay. But if you don't vibe with these tips, then that's totally fine. Don't listen to me take what you need, leave the rest, you know the drill. I also think there's not like one right way to pretty much do anything, but to start becoming your own best friend or just friend, 
You know, I think there's so much to this conversation. So why don't we call this part one? Let's call this part one because this is a process. I think it's incremental, right? And it can happen over time. At least for me, it definitely has happened over time. And yeah, I just want to say that. I want to start by defining best friend. What does that even mean? Google gave me some whack definitions. Like it literally said, your closest friend. Like, wow. Like, thank you. That was so helpful. (laughs) Now I really understand. Um, I found my favorite definition, though, on Pinterest. Our unproblematic queen, Pinterest. We don't talk about Pinterest enough. I fucking love Pinterest. So I found my favorite definition on there. It was like on a thank you card. And it said, a best friend is an irreplaceable person. Someone who is by your side throughout all of life's dramas, no matter their own troubles. A person that accepts your weirdness and loves you anyway. Someone who laughs with you and cries with you. The best thing you can have and the best thing you can be. I love the last sentence. Everything else... You know, it's fine. But like that last sentence, I was like, yep, that's it. I've said this before, but my life changed when I started to become my own friend. And that happened with and through therapy, right? Because that's when concepts like neutrality and self-compassion and grace, that's when those concepts came into my life in a way that they never had before. I had always had compassion and grace for other people, no if, ands, or buts, but that compassion and grace just did not exist for myself. So when I started to notice the way that I was speaking to myself and these unrealistic standards I was expecting myself to constantly meet and the complete lack of compassion, that's when everything changed. I slowly started to be more mindful of this and then slowly started to change it. I just started speaking to myself and about myself with respect. It wasn't necessarily praise, it was just respect, which I think is the bare fucking minimum, right? I started to give myself grace on hard days. I started being compassionate with myself, with my feelings, and then I actually started being nice to myself and I started to realize I was actually allowed to take up space. I was allowed to have things about myself that I actually liked and a few things that I loved. I was allowed to have that and to express that. And, you know, a few years in, I started to actually own different things about myself. Like, you know, like, I think I'm fucking hilarious. And I don't care what anybody says about that. (laughs) I love my ambition. I love how curious I am and how fucking eager I am to always learn new things. I feel like I'm really introspective. I love that. I love that about myself, that I love to think maybe a little too much. I could maybe tone down on the thinking, okay? I think I'm really smart. You know, like all these things that still, it feels weird for me to just sit here and be like, I love this and this and this and this about myself. But the point here is, it's taken me so long to even be able to sit here and say these things and mean them and believe them. And I think we need so much more of that. I think we should all be unapologetically hyping ourselves up and owning the things that we love about ourselves and being okay with saying them out loud and letting them have space. Mind you, this is not this is not to be confused with bragging or anything like condescending or conceited. Like it's it's not what you say 
but it's how you say it. And I don't, it's not like I sit around it and I say the, these things to people, you know, or like at happy hour with my friends. Like, it's not like I'm just like, well, guys, today I'm going to tell you 10 things I love about myself. Like, that's not what this is. You know, there's a time and place for this conversation. It's, it's more of an internal thing. It's more of just something that I'm so proud to recognize and to own. And I love when somebody, you know, is actually like, I'm really fucking good at this. Or, you know what? I'm killing it at work right now. Or I love the way that I do this. Or I'm really good at this. Like, I love when people, like, own their shit. Like, I love it. We need more of that. You know, we're so scared to do that. And I wasn't, yeah, I was scared to do that because I was like, I don't want anyone to think I'm, like, conceited. But it was more so, like, I didn't even believe any of this shit. So that to me was like a big, big step. I, I'm getting a little sidetracked, but I promise we're gonna get to we're gonna get to it, okay? So I really think the key to becoming your own best friend is self-compassion. Because when you're compassionate with yourself, you speak kindly to yourself. And when you speak kindly to yourself, you're treating yourself with respect. You're treating yourself with love. And our words are so important, right? The dialogue that you have with yourself is so important. Mine changed my life. Like the dialogue that I had with myself changed my life. And that sounds nuts, but it's true. Because the words you speak become the house you live in. And I don't want you to live in like a frat house, okay? Full of like red cups everywhere and like dirty clothes everywhere. And I don't know what the fuck else. I don't want you to live like that, okay? So I want you to think about how you usually talk to yourself. Whether it's what you say out loud what your thoughts are, the things you say to yourself on a day when maybe you're not feeling your best, maybe you had a hard day at work, maybe you made a mistake. I want you to think about that dialogue. What does that sound like? Would you use those same words and speak to your best friend or one of your best friends? Would you say those things to them? If you wouldn't, then we got some homework to do, right? And I fuck up all the time. I say shit all the time that I'm like, Bitch, that was rude. Like, do not say that to yourself. I'm not a robot. But I think a piece here that is worthwhile to mention is the self-awareness piece. Because before therapy, I didn't even recognize that certain things I was doing, they were wrong. I didn't even know that my language was so flawed. So therapy gave me the ability to notice that the language with and to myself was not good, to put it lightly. And when you are aware of something, you now have a choice. You have a choice to repeat that, repeat that behavior, repeat those words, or you have a choice to say, you know what? I'm gonna change this. I didn't mean that. I'm sorry, I won't say that again. I literally talk to myself all the time. I'll be like, you know, if I say some fucked up shit to myself, I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry, queen, that was not nice. I know you're trying your best, love you, okay? Literally, I talk to myself like that out loud. I don't know what my neighbors must think, but you know what? That's none of my business. I'm sure they're entertained. Okay, so normalize that. Normalize calling yourself out and normalize doing better when you know better. I want to paint a picture for you, okay? Imagine you're working on a project and your teacher is in your ear and telling you, I don't know, ma'am, that looks like shit. Obviously, the teacher wouldn't be swearing, right? I don't know. I didn't have any teachers that said bad words. I could never be a teacher. Could you imagine? That would be so hard. But I feel like I would be a fun-ass teacher. Like, my class could be like, how to have a roster 101. <laughs> or how to be a magical, confident bitch. 
That would be so fun. I feel like I would have benefited from that information over having to learn how much fucking the volume of a circle. Like, when have I ever needed to know that? Let me know. So imagine this teacher's in your ear, okay? And she's just like, that is not looking good. I think you can do better. That looks like shit. That's not good enough. You're being lazy. You're not. This isn't this isn't adequate, this is insufficient. Like just imagine somebody was in your ear speaking to you like that. I don't know about you, but I am a sensitive bitch, so I would probably cry and then leave. You know, I act like I'm tough, but honestly, it's the Scorpio moon, I'm telling you. Like I can't, I can't, I, I can't take it. My point here is, how is that language supposed to push you forward? Like how is that language supposed to be nurturing? How is that language supposed to make the process enjoyable for you? Like it isn't obviously. So imagine if that teacher was in your ear saying like, bitch, this is looking good. Okay. Like, you know, I don't know. What if, what if you fucked up and the teacher was like, you know what, what if we try this instead? Or why don't we take a break? You're doing your best. Stop being so hard on yourself. You're a human being. You're working so hard. I'm so proud of you. You know, that makes you want to do better. That makes you inspired. That makes you motivated. Somebody's like cheering you on. Somebody's excited for you. This example probably sucked, but my whole point here is it's the same thing with how you talk to yourself and how you narrate your thoughts. Because ultimately, you're going to start to believe whatever story you tell yourself in your head. And you probably already have stories that you believe. So I'm going to need you to romanticize the shit out of yourself. And I'm going to need you to talk to yourself like you're fucking spectacular. And I'm not sitting here telling you to fake it till you make it. That is not something I'm going to do. I want to elaborate on that for a second. I am so grateful, Steph, my therapist, she never brought this subject up in that way, in the way of like fake it till you make it. Because I think we are making huge mistakes when we set self-love as this and all be all right? Like that is the goal and that is a beautiful goal. And for many, that's maybe where they exist in a space of self-love. But what about people who are currently in a space of, I don't want to say hatred because I hate the word hate. I hate the word hate, but like in the space of dislike, in a space of severe dislike, when you tell them the goal is to reach self-love, that's a really long road. So introducing a space of acceptance neutrality, compassion, to me that makes a lot more sense because it feels a bit more accessible. You know, it's like with like your new year, your new year's resolutions. Sometimes it's worthwhile to make goals that are, you know, attainable and accessible and realistic because I think, you know, the more goals we reach, I think we could argue we start to become more motivated and we start to develop more confidence because we're like achieving certain things. You know what I mean? Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is if I'm having a bad day, my to-do list is going to reflect that. Like if I'm having a bad mental health day, my to-do list, I'm going to work around that. I'm going to be realistic about it so that if I am unable to do all the things that I would maybe do on a normal day, I won't feel worse. Like I won't feel bad about myself. I'm trying to like set myself up for success. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying to not dream big and have big fucking goals. You know, that's not what I'm saying. But anyway, with this, it was so helpful for me to have been introduced to a concept of acceptance because that seemed like 
it was still kind of far, but it was something that I could maybe possibly get to. And you know what? I like it here. I like this space of acceptance. Sometimes I feel like I'm in the self-love house. You know, sometimes I stop by that house too. But I, I like the self-acceptance house. And I like the self-compassion house, you know? So I don't want you to think I'm telling you to just fake it till you make it. Because I'm not. Permission to start small. Permission to take baby, baby micro steps to reach a place of compassion. And if you already feel like you have a solid foundation with yourself... Well, then permission to talk to yourself like you are fucking spectacular and permission to take up all the fucking space and not feel bad about it. So let's talk about some things. I, you know, I had to, I had to go off on the self-talk thing because like, to be honest with you, even though I feel like a broken record talking about that, I still think people overlook it because it's so simple that people overlook it. Literally, they're like, whatever, right? But for me, and I can only talk to you guys about my experience I had to do this first I had to get this under control I had to become aware of this before I could even do any of the other things they all work together so let's talk about some things some more tangible things that you can try while you become your own bestie okay I want you to have something that is just yours have something that is your thing it's a thing you do by yourself I don't care if it's, I don't know, going to Trader Joe's every Sunday and putting your AirPods in and listening to whatever the fuck you want to listen to and that's your little like weekly date with yourself. I don't care if it's you go to a pottery class or you have this show that you love and it's your comfort show and you know that when you put it on, it's going to make you so happy. It's your thing. I don't care what your thing is. It's not about how extravagant or elaborate it is. I just want you to have something and I want you to name it. Like, I want you to be able to recognize it with yourself when you're like about to go do it. This is so nebulous because like, I don't know what the thing is, but when you're gonna go do the thing, whatever the thing is, like I want you to like amp yourself up and be like, it's time to do the thing. Like it's time to go do my thing, you know? Like make it a big deal. Nobody has to know. You don't have to tell anybody. You don't have to post about it. It's just yours, but I want you to label it and I want you to do it with intention. Let me think of what one of mine is or was. I'm trying to think of one that... Okay, so do you guys remember when I was in my Nespresso era, which I'm not anymore? I had a little ritual every morning with my coffee. It was just my little thing. Like I just knew that that was my... It was my thing. I loved it. I loved it so much. It made my mornings so special. I'm trying to think of what my thing is right now. I don't know. I have a few, but anyway, that's not the point, okay? The point here is you might already have something and you don't even know what's your thing. And guess what? You can decide right now. You can be like, you know what? My thing is going to be that when I watch, I don't fucking know. What am I watching right now? Love Island. When I watch Love Island, that's my thing. That's my time with myself. It's my hour and I love it. And I put on some cute fucking PJs and I watch Love Island and I don't know, whatever else you like to do. Something, I don't know. I just want you to label it and just have something that is yours, okay? Kind of going along with this, have you had a solo date recently? Like an intentional solo date? I need to take myself out to dinner soon. I've been thinking about it, but I haven't made it happen yet. My most recent solo date was at Cheesecake Factory, which has a special place in my heart. I fucking, I'm a slut for the Cheesecake Factory, okay? 
I take my laptop, my AirPods. I get the Asian chicken salad, which is the size of my head, so very big. I get a Diet Coke. Their Diet Coke slaps. I don't know what is in there. There's crack in there. I mean, not that I would know what crack tastes like. Genuinely, would it? Okay. Um, I get the brown bread, obviously, which I used to think was chocolate when I was little. I put butter on it. Some days. Some days I don't want the butter because it's like so good by itself. And after I finish my Diet Coke, I get a glass of white wine. They're always hella generous with their pores, which we love. And I just go, I put on my AirPods. I kind of love to use it as like an inspiration couple of hours. Like I'll either write an episode or I'll list different episode topics that I want to write at like someday or I'll go into Pinterest or I will stalk like jewelry trends. I will find new pieces that I want to bring. Like I just use it as a time to not necessarily go and like grind, but just like I just use it as, as this little like inspiration time and I love it. I haven't done it in a while. I gotta go and I want that fucking bread. I had a more low-key solo day this weekend on Friday. I knew I wanted to stay in because the rest of my weekend was gonna be social and hashtag introvert. Needed to charge my batteries. So Friday night, I wrapped up working. I did a little Pilates class. I'm doing Mills Method, which I'm obsessed with. I love her so much. And I'm just in this like era right now where I just, I don't know, my body is craving slower movement so that's what i'm doing so i did a little pilates class i took a delicious shower i took extra long with my skincare i put on a matching pj set because i'm in my matching pj set era i mean it's either that or i sleep butt ass naked it just depends on the mood but sometimes i'm like i don't know the nights when i when i sleep naked i'm like this is brave because what if somebody broke into my apartment and i was naked that would be so fucking horrible yeah um i put on my matching pj set i watched love island are you guys watching i'm fucking obsessed i've been watching love island and perfect match on netflix clearly i'm just in my trash tv era but like you know what i don't give a fuck it's so fun and entertaining i didn't even look at my phone i did some online shopping i made some pasta i got the carbone um like pasta sauce doesn't hit the same way, but you know what? It still hits. I took two calm pills by Array because I'm a queen, but an anxious one at that. It was fabulous, honestly. And here's the thing. Like, this all sounds like, honestly, these. <laughs> this sounds like a normal night in my life, if I'm being honest. However, before everything started, before my little at-home solo date started, I literally said to myself, we are going to have such a good night. And by we, I mean like me, myself, and I. I'm so excited. I just like, I like amped myself up. I was like, oh, tonight's going to be so nice. I'm so excited. Like, I just love, I love being in my own company. Some days I piss myself off, for sure. I can't stand myself. Some days I'm like, what the fuck are you mad about now? You know? But usually, you know what? We have a great time over here. I crack myself up. I'm never fucking bored. I'll tell you that. Never. I would have loved a little Mary Jane on Friday night, but you know what? We don't always get what we want, right? So yeah, let's add solo date to the list. And you don't have to do this all the time, you know? Once a month, maybe? Like that's, that's, you can do that once a month. You can take yourself out for a little lunch date, little breakfast date, little dinner date. I admire people who go to the movies by themselves. I don't think I can be one of them because I would feel really judged. Um, But also like, I think that's just like a cute thing to do with somebody. But if that's your thing, 
more power to you. Whatever the fuck it is. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care if you're gardening. Like, I just anything. I talk about going out to eat because I love to go out to eat, okay? On another note, a very simple way to show yourself love and compassion is through how you take care of yourself and how you take care of your space. I, for one, am so affected by my, by my environment if my apartment is messy, I'm going to be messy, like in my brain. So I love taking 20, 25 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes at night, just right before bed. I clean up my space. I give myself like a nice clean kitchen to wake up to. You know, sometimes life gets in the way and we don't always have time to do this, but it's definitely a priority to me because I know how it makes me feel. It's a priority to me to take care of my space because it's gonna affect just the way that I perform, you know? And along with that, how are you taking care of yourself, right? Like, I don't know, if getting your brows done is something that you love, or let's, no, if you love to get lash ex extensions, let's just say, and you love the way that it makes you feel, and it makes you feel hot as fuck, make time for that. If you know moving your body for however long, however many times a week, is something that makes you feel good, and you know, I know we wanna look good naked, but like also heart health, ladies and disappointments okay endorphins serotonin if you know it's gonna make you feel good and it's just gonna help you show up as your highest self then we got to do it we got to find time for it we're all busy i know but we can make time for things that make us feel good and this is a way of showing up for yourself the same way that you would show up for one for one of your best friends with this i want you to make a list of the things that you love that make you feel good don't include illegal substances on here because that's not the point okay and try to do them as often as you possibly can give yourself that gift thank you so much so my last tangible tip of the day is going to be about highest self journaling actually you know what i think i'm gonna make a whole episode about that that could be a whole ass episode yeah because that's gonna, that's me gonna too long so I will do an episode about that because that is also something that just it's a panty dropper for me i fucking love doing it okay so let me think my real last tangible tip is going to be about who you surround yourself with and who you allow into your life so i want you to take inventory of the people in your life right now that have the most access to you i want you to think about what behaviors you're allowing because whatever you're allowing is what's going to continue and i don't want you to disrespect yourself by letting people into your life who are not adding something beautiful to it we don't have time for that shit if somebody is in your life they better be adding value in some way i hope it's reciprocal i hope you can run to them with good news because you know they're going to be genuinely happy for you i hope that you can text them if you're having a shitty day and i hope that they'll check in and make sure you're okay even days after and like let's set aside platonic relationships but romantically who are you letting into your life because you are a privilege to experience remember so i need you to act accordingly if you've recently said to somebody that you deserve better men or you deserve better treatment then i need you to only accept better men and better treatment because you're disrespecting yourself every time you entertain someone who is not treating you the way you know you deserve to be treated and if you're accepting that kind of treatment why like genuinely ask yourself why you think you're doing that is it because you think that's what you deserve is it because you think there's nothing better we got to explore that okay because good people deserve good people period and i know if you're listening to this podcast i know 
you're not holding onto somebody's dusty ass son just because you think there's not, not another one around the corner. Because let me tell you something. Unfortunately and fortunately, there are about 4 billion men in this world. Okay, you're telling me you're too scared you won't find something better? In the words of my absolute queen and favorite friend of a housewife who should be a housewife, Marisol, por favor. You see how I rolled my R's for you? Actually, fun fact, in Costa Rica, we don't roll our R's. I'm getting fucked up. I'm getting like tongue-tied. Yeah, we don't roll our R's. That's hard to say fast. So that's how people can tell if you're from Costa Rica because like we we wouldn't say like por favor. Okay, I'm done. I can't do this. I can't speak Spanish with you guys. It, it feels weird. Okay, I hope this was helpful. And honestly, the most important thing I want you to take from this episode is one day at a time. Give yourself time to grow because this is not a destination. The process is the best part because actually that's a little thing called life. That's what we're doing right now. That's what we're living right now. Be kind to yourself. Be compassionate with yourself. And just focus on trying to do one thing every day that makes your relationship with yourself even 1% better. That's it. Just 1%. I want you to talk to yourself like you're the most magical bitch out there because guess what? You are. And so am I. And so is she. And so is that girl over there. And so, like, we all are. That's it. That's the best news of the day, honestly, is that this world is so big, there's room for all of us to, to take up all the fucking space. You know, honestly, like, life is so, so, so precious. It's so fragile. You know, I was telling Steph last week about some dumb shit. I was in my feels over one of these fools I'm speaking to, and... She had to knock some sense into me because, you know, coaches don't play. And she was like, Lisa? And I was like, yes. Um, She was like, you have an advantage over a lot of people. And I was like, I'm not sure where you're going with this. And she was like, you've been through a lot of shit. You know the fragility of life. You know how precious life is. You got this. I don't want you to keep being mean to yourself when you have this just one precious life to live and it's happening right now this is not a dress rehearsal this it's it's happening right now we're rolling and i was like fuck you're right so yeah life is too short to be mean to yourself every single day and this is me speaking to myself as well because as you guys know the shit that i tell you about is what i struggle the most with like that's why i talk about this stuff is because I've either gone through it, I'm going through it, like I identify, I feel it, I work on it, like I'm right there with you. But truly, like life is too precious to be mean to ourselves every single day and to not think that we are the most magical shit ever. It's just it's just too short to not be kind to yourself every single day because you can be. And like maybe you're just maybe you're not being mean to yourself, but just because you're not being mean to yourself doesn't necessarily mean you're being mean you're being nice to yourself and just because you're not being mean to yourself doesn't mean you're not working on building a best friend relationship with yourself you know and you deserve that we all do that is it for today i feel like today was a quickie let me see oh yeah a little quickie we love a quickie i love you guys i hope you enjoyed i hope you needed something in here let me know what hit okay i'm going to atlanta this weekend you know to cause a little chaos i'm going with Anne. she has a work trip and she invited me to come crash it. And I was like, where do I sign? Where do I fucking sign? So we'll see. 
we'll see what happens. We'll see how much of a menace I'm in the mood to be this weekend because let me tell you guys something. 2023, I've been living my best fucking single life, having a lot of fun, having a lot of fun. So that life update's gonna be good whenever it does come. I'll catch you guys up after this weekend. And yeah, we have a we have a beautiful guest next week. I already have that episode ready to go. You're gonna love it. And that is all for today. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you next week. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.